Welcome back to the Chosen Girl Tell Me About It podcast. We truly believe you are made for more and have purpose in Christ. Here, everyone, all ages, backgrounds, and walks of life are welcome to dive into the Bible for godly insight on topics we all deal with to ultimately seek truth. Thank y'all so much for listening. Let's get this party started. Hey friends, welcome back to season two, week two of Tell Me About It podcast. We are so honored to have your time and your attention, and we do not take that lightly. We've been praying about these topics and praying for you guys, so thank you so much for tuning in. I'm Sarah. I'm Liz. (laughs) (laughs) We've been told that you guys just feel like you're having a conversation with us, and thank you for welcoming our crazy we are just We really honored. appreciate it. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for accepting us and not judging us. Well, I want to just recap last week. I hope if you have not had a chance to to listen, you can check it out on our app. You can find us on Instagram. Um, but last week we talked about loving ourselves and um, we talked about our identity in Christ and what it's like to feel shame and guilt in our life and how we deal with that. And we even talked a little bit about when our own self-love can become an idol so much to the point where it's toxic Mm -hmm. and it really impacts how we share God in our own lives. Yeah, so we wanted to kind of extend that to week two. Like once we kind of have a grasp on how we can love ourselves, then we can show that and love others. But first, we're excited to announce a giveaway that we're going to start doing every month um, just for our Tell Me About It podcast listener fam. Mm -hmm. Um, If you screenshot this podcast and post it either on your Facebook or Instagram story, make sure you tag us so we see it, you will be picked or eligible to be picked Mm -hmm. um, once a month to win a t-shirt and decal. So this month, we're giving away the Love Your Neighbor t-shirt and decal and decal and you get to pick your size of course but make sure you do that and at the beginning of each month we'll pick the winner for the previous month so thank you for listening and we do appreciate this little interruption that you have endured through in our podcast thank you for flying chosen girl airlines (laughs) (laughs) anyways let's dive right into it buckle up (laughs) y'all so we've titled this after one of my favorite shirts that we sell love like jesus yes Amen. It's hard, man. It's, you know, sometimes it is and sometimes it isn't, but like, so I think we're today we're going to talk a little bit about both, about yes. sometimes when it is easy and those other times when it's not. Um, I think it's so easy that when we get into like loving like Jesus that we, last week we talked about how it's easy to do that for other people and it's hard to do it for ourselves. Yes. But I think we do have to question like, what does that love even look like? What does the love of Jesus look like? And I think it's so important that we remember that he literally came to earth and gave us a perfect example of what it looked like to love others. And yeah. if you followed our story study a couple of weeks ago, then you saw several examples um, that we took from the Gospels explaining what that actually looks like and how we can practice that in our own lives. You literally stole the words right out of my mouth. To know how Jesus loved, we have to know about Jesus. We do. And that doesn't mean you have to be a Bible scholar. That literally means just reading the story of his life. Yes. If you've never, honestly, ladies, if you've never gone and read through the Gospels, please do. That's a wonderful and beautiful way to start because it shares so much about who Jesus was and um, his character and helping us understand 
that call and that charge of being more Christ-like. Yeah, and if you're new to reading the Bible, y'all, that is the first four books of the New Testament, which I'm so thankful Mm -hmm. that our spiritual life is under the New Testament, Mm -hmm. um, under grace, under the blood of Jesus. And I would so suggest getting a translation that you love to read that's easy to read. The Chosen Girl app has the Bible plugged in. It has the message. It has ESV, NIV, Passion Translation, whatever you need. But read it like a story because that's exactly what it is. It's God's love story to us of Jesus coming down and showing us how to live. And actually, if you look at it for what it is, Jesus was a pretty funny dude. Uh (laughs) I love him. He's fantastic. So today we're going to talk about what does loving Jesus look like in our own or loving like Jesus look like in our own lives? What does it not look like? Mm-hmm. And then this is so crucial to culture and society. Where does our own opinion have a place in Ooh. loving others? So how we handle these questions, y'all, determine our effectiveness for the kingdom of God. Wow. And don't let this pressure you or condemn you. Let this motivate you. Yes. Because just like loving others incorrectly can do damage, loving others like through the lens of Jesus can restore. It Not only in other people, we think so much about like the love that we give, but we forget about what we receive from loving like Jesus. Yes. I mean, like it's the smallest things. I just think about how like you love a child, but when that child like gives you a hug, like that kind of warmth, it was something so yes. small. There's something so special about that. Um, that that's what it's like to love other people yes. without expectations. And the thing is we're commanded to love other people and it's not because of anything they've done or deserved because mm-hmm. we are definitely not deserving of God's love. He just loves us just because he is that good. Wow. And I want to be that good, too. Yeah. You know, like, seriously, when I think about the kind of person I I want to be, I don't want to be judgmental. I don't want to be cynical. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be glass half empty. I want to love others because mm-hmm. that points people to Jesus. So, it hurt? Liz, we talked earlier about standards. Yes. And we talked about who set your standard of love, the world or your family or past experiences. So can you um, give us a little bit of insight into what you've been feeling in your heart about standards? Yeah. Um, I feel like the more that I'll just look at, especially this is like dealing with our political climate and it couldn't help. I couldn't help but just stop and think, what's our standard of morality? Right. As an individual as a government, as a nation, what culture, as our culture. Yes. What's our standard of morality? What's right? Who sets those standards? Do we set it? Do we let pop culture and media set it? Do we let Jesus set it? And I think that you have to ask yourself that very question to figure out, or like even your family can set it. Um, If any of you out there are like Sarah and I both, your parents set very high expectations for you and what you were going to do and how you were to behave. And, um, and I still abide by those today, but not everybody was raised in the same household. So I think it's really important that when we think about what kind of standard we abide by to also remember what kind of standard we accept from other people and expect from other people and ourselves. Mm. But it can really set, that's a part of that that lens in which we really view the world. Um, I think it's also really dangerous when we have low standards for ourselves, yet high standards for everyone else around oh, us. Oh, girl. Because it creates that double standard that seems so helpful for, to us. But as people who have chosen to live this life of God, what does that look like to other people? 
when you have a double standard. Yeah. It looks hypocritical. And is that Jesus-like? Absolutely not. That is so true. Like, something that I think about, too, are, like, how, like, paralyzing tradition can be sometimes. Yeah. And if you've always done something a certain way in how you treat people, or if you've always seen your parents, or even, like, kind of conforming to your friend group around you, if they are setting the standard for how you treat people, you need to line that up with the word. Mm-hmm. Because the word will always bring ultimate truth in that. And it's the only truth because I can love, like, I'll just use an example of my mom and my mom mm-hmm. is one of the best people I've ever met truth. in my life. Shout out to you, mom. Thanks for listening. <laughs> um, hi mom. But seriously, this has never happened, but if I had always done things like my mom and then all of a sudden she does something going against what the word says, mm-hmm. I've got to, I'm accountable for how I line up myself to the word of God and, and how Jesus expects me to, con, you know, to conduct myself. Not, yeah. I can't get to heaven and treat people horrible my whole life <laughs> and say, well, oh, it was because of my mom. Like she told me it was cool. We can't use tradition as an excuse. No. I think that it's so easy to do that, or we can't use society as an excuse. Well, it's almost like, um, I'm sure if your parents have ever said, if your, if your friends were jumping off a bridge, would you jump off too? <laughs> and how many yes. of us have heard that? But when it comes to um, the standards that we expect and accept from other people and ourselves, I think we have to like always re- back, go back and realign those with Christ. And you will know, because if you have to defend something that... Um, just defend it, period. Yes. You only have to defend things that are bad. Yes. Like, the, because the word of God is, you. that's it. You don't, it doesn't need you to defend it. Mm. It's truth. Yeah, it's the truth. It just needs us to obey it yes. and to live it out. Mm-hmm. Um, that's one thing, a great segue into Jesus's commands. These are not suggestions on how to live. And mm-hmm. this is the thing. We have to trust him enough to know that his commands are best. Yeah. And that they're not commands made in vain or in pride, but they're made because he knows the way. He right. knows the way to joy. He knows the way to peace. Like he wants us to be at harmony with one another. He mm-hmm. wants us to reflect him. He wants us to make an impact. So when I say the word command, I don't mean that in some kind of like legalistic you know, just domineering God pointing his finger. I mean, like, this is like a loving father saying, hey, it's not best to touch the hot stove. Right. Wow. Well, you know? And then, but then how many times do we obey? Girl, I touch the stove. And it, <laughs> What's wrong with me? Look, there's two types of people in the world. Those who touch the stove. No, I'm just kidding. I was like, <laughs> I know which one I am. Guilty. But, um... I wrote down seven commands that Jesus specifically gives. And actually, they're all in the book of Matthew. So just right out the gate, the first book of the New Testament. But we'll put these in the show notes um, and on our Instagram. But just real quick, scanning through Matthew five forty four: Love and pray for your enemies. I can't even talk about that. Uh, Matthew five thirty eight. It's talking about turning the other cheek, like Mm -hmm. go the extra mile. Like when you're being persecuted, like go the extra mile with that person. Matthew 7, 7, stop judging or you're going to be judged. We got to remember that one hardcore because it's so easy. Uh, Matthew 7, 12, do unto others Mm -hmm. as you would do unto yourself. 
Matthew eleven twenty eight. This is one of my favorite. I'm going to elaborate on this a little bit. Take his yoke upon you. And if you guys know anything about a yoke, you need to Google what a yoke is. You, it's like back in those days, two oxen or donkeys or whatever were yoked together by this wooden thing that held them together, and one strong donkey would lead a weaker one. So this means that the stronger one is going to direct the way that the weaker one needs to go. Mm -hmm. So if we yoke up with Jesus, this means his way takes lead of yours. Yes. So his way is always love. His way is always forgiveness. His way is always gentleness. So like no matter what we feel Mm -hmm. in our emotions, his way. That's so good. I think I also want to just add a little bit onto that to say that not only do we need to yoke up with Jesus, but also as we're having that godly community, that it's important that we yoke up with our own people. We're as yoking well. up with something, no it's, matter what. Y- you might as well be there, intentional about it. Yes, find a mentor, someone who loves the Lord and can that you can yoke up with as well because this life is hard. Oh, yes. But then also, make sure that you get somebody to yoke up with you too that's maybe younger than you, someone that you can help pour Jesus into. That's how we keep, that's how we help grow his kingdom. Yes, that is so true. Um, Matthew eighteen twenty one is all about forgiveness. And lastly, Matthew twenty two thirty nine is the verse that we did our whole Love Your Neighbor story on. But I wanted to point out that on this, Jesus says, hinge the entire law and prophets, which Mm -hmm. he's referring to the Old Testament. So like, you know, if you look back in the Old Testament, especially like in the book of like Exodus and Leviticus, like there were so many dang laws. Like what in the world? Like how can you not break one? (laughs) So that's why Jesus came was to fulfill so many things that had to do with the law so that we don't have to make sacrifice. The ultimate sacrifice has been made through the blood of Jesus. Um, And I, I know that that's a lot to get into. But the thing is, Jesus is coming to set a new standard, and that is loving your neighbor. Yes. And lo- loving God, loving others, and loving yourself. Mm-hmm. That's literally the top three. And then you you really do have to love God. Yes. And then because you love God, you learn to love yourself. Yes. And then it opens up your heart to really love others. Yes. And just a little disclaimer here. Love doesn't mean you have to agree with that person. Mm -hmm. Love doesn't mean you share every single same value as that person. Love doesn't mean that you look just like that person or act just like that person. Or like, seriously, guys, it's easy to love people. That you can relate to. But I think I also want to put in a disclaimer that loving your neighbor or loving others does not require you to stay in toxic and dangerous environments. Yes. If if being in an environment is stressful and har- harming to you, to your mind, to your spirit, to your emotions, your spirituality, all these things, that is not, you don't have to stay there in order to love that person. Exactly. Sometimes you can love from afar, mm-hmm. 100%. There's a difference between love and forgiveness with that kind of situation, Mm -hmm. but then also being foolish and stepping back into something that you're not supposed to be. Right. Yeah. So we can talk about loving like Jesus all day long, but really in reality, (laughs) like (laughs) what does this look like? Right. Like that's kind of scary for me. Because I wrote this down. This is one of my favorite quotes by James Clear. If you haven't read Atomic Habits, 
um, or even just subscribe to his emails. They are so full of just such wise content on habits and routine. We love James Clear. So he says every action casts a vote for the kind of person you're becoming. Mm Mm-hmm. So you're becoming something, and that's that's pretty much the chosen message. You're becoming something. You're always choosing. You're always becoming. So you might as well be intentional about what kind of votes you're casting for yourself. So, yeah. And you can't serve. I also want to throw in that. Yes. Look, it says in Matthew that you can't serve two masters. Yes. You can't serve one and not the other. and so Or you can only serve one. Excuse me. You can't serve both. So who are you serving? And we often say here on the podcast that, are you serving God or are you serving yourself? Mm. And you need, I mean, you have to be honest with yourself. That's something that we talked about on our last episode. But when you're, when you're going in your life and especially on this walk with Christ, check yourself. And if you're not going to check yourself, be honest enough to say that and be around people who will check you and yes. let you know that when you're serving yourself and when you're serving other people. Or that, see, is or so serving God. Mm-hmm. that is so true. That is so true. We literally, have to evaluate who we are and who we're becoming constantly because the thing is change is inevitable. Mm-hmm. You're always going to be molding into something. Mm-hmm. And the thing is too, like if we're supposed to love, like the Bible clearly states they will know we are Christians by our love. Right. So that's how important love is. But also guys, we encourage you guys look at first Corinthians 13, to see what love is. And, you know, it's the love chapter, and and God is love. God is all of these things, but it lists out all the attributes of love, patience, kindness. Um, It doesn't delight in evil. It rejoices with the truth. It's long-suffering. All the things that love itself is, which God is. So, like, seriously, take those aspects and line it up with yourself and say, hey, like, am I patient? Yeah. <laughs> you am know. I kind? <laughs> or like, if I'm struggling with showing love, let's start with showing patience because yeah. that is an attribute of love. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. When, you know, as we were talking about like what loving Jesus looks like, I can't, we can't talk about loving Jesus and not talk about the ultimate sacrifice that he made. Oh, absolutely. And like the fact that knowing how sinful we are, how toxic we are, I mean, it's almost like we poison anything we touch, and yet we're selfish and all these things, and yet Jesus gave his life for us. Yes. If that's not love, I don't know what is. The thing is, that has to be our motivation for loving like him. Mm -hmm. It cannot be contingent on the actions of others because Mm -hmm. they will let us down every time. Yes. We are not love, or we are not required to, excuse me, Love doesn't come with conditions when you're mm-hmm. loving like Jesus. Because right. if Jesus' love depended on conditions, he wouldn't have died on the cross for us. Yes. Because while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. So that alone, when I am feeling bitter thoughts about someone, mm-hmm. should be, wow, Jesus could have thought that about me and not gone to the cross for me, but he did. Mm-hmm. And like, Lord, if- give me strength. To if, not be bitter. If Jesus died for this person, don't you think I could at least like them? Right. Don't you think I could at least be kind to them? Right. I mean, it's the, the least we can do. Right. Girl, that's the truth. And it's so hard to condition your mind mm-hmm. to get into that. Um, but seriously, like, just a side note, a lot of this, I feel like, you know, if you ask a lot of people who may, 
you know, be skeptical about Christianity or believe a stereotype about Christianity, it's because they may have seen a Christian in public openly act in the opposite of love. Yeah. I've even seen it before, you know, in the grocery store line, on social media. And listen, the thing to remember, like if you hear someone say, like we've got to defend our faith, guys. So if you hear someone say like, I don't like going to church because so-and-so goes to that church or I feel like Christians are hypocritical, we have to be reminded and and remind our friends who, who may have been jaded by one of us that we are not perfect, mm-hmm. that we are only forgiven in anything because of what Jesus has done for us. Yes, but amen. what we need to do is seriously try to check ourselves before we wreck ourselves. Mm-hmm. Like when we are frustrated in public, like check yourself. Yeah. Are your actions helping or are they hurting? Yes. I mean, before what, you type. <laughs> yeah. Before you type, before, before you, you speak. Tweak. Yes. Yeah. Any of those things. And you know, the question that you should ask yourself is what difference do your words make? Mm. By you putting something out there, is it actually going to help somebody? Ask yourself. When, if you just start the habit of asking yourself, it will become automatic. What my, my father always told me, what you practice becomes a part of you. Yes. You can, you can practice good things or you can practice bad things. Whatever it is, it will become a part of you. But are you practicing like thinking before you speaking? And are you seeking to share, just to share and put it out there so that the world knows how you feel? Or are you seeking just to be heard? I mean, what's what's the point of these words? So I think it's really important that we're mindful of what, what we let come from our mouth because it doesn't just represent maybe how we're feeling that moment, but it represents who we are and yes. whose we are. Well, and sometimes our opinion, go like I know that we asked the question about where does our opinion fit in. Our opinion can become an idol, mm-hmm. like making ourselves known more than making Jesus known. Mm-hmm. And And we have to ask ourselves, guys, like, where do our actions point to? Do right. they point to myself or do they point to the kingdom? Mm-hmm. So we wanted to end with some encouragement with you for you guys on three words that we truly feel are staple words with loving like Jesus. Yes. And the first one is so precious to me, and that's wisdom. Mm-hmm. And luckily the word says, if any of you seek wisdom, ask and I'll give it freely. Yes. So we have full access to wisdom, but the Holy Spirit and wisdom are so important to how to handle situations, when to speak, when to shut up, when to give your opinion, when yes. to not, how to handle a situation in love. Because I have been handed some situations sometime where it had to have been the Holy Spirit giving me the words to say, mm-hmm. or I would have said something I regret or made a fool of myself. Yeah. Um, and think before you type too, like, Seriously, it's so easy to hide behind a screen and think this doesn't affect anyone, but it does. It really does. Another thing is love requires patience. We, you know, love is patient. Love is kind. Literally patient was number one when we're reading in first Corinthians. And so be patient with yourself, be patient with other people. Remember that we're not perfect and that we're all, we're all somewhere in this growing process. Um, but we're to be patient, but what goes along with that is forgiveness. And forgiveness is not for the other person. It's really for you. Yes. Forgiving, don't be quick to forgive because holding on to something, festering over something, it doesn't help anybody. It just leaves you in a foul mood and you're more likely to just be 
not the best representation of God when you're in a foul mood. Honestly, I, example A, not a morning person, but if I decided to have all my, all my angry conversations when I'm already in a foul mood, who would I be representing in that moment? I'd be representing myself. So I think it's really important that we are for, that we're forgiving to other people, but that we're also forgiving of ourselves when we make mistakes and when we fall short. So if you do catch yourself having those kinds of conversations first thing in the morning, if you're like me, make sure that you grant yourself forgiveness, but that you also go and ask someone else for forgiveness as yes. well. So grace upon grace, grace, yeah, we got to give it and we've got to receive it. We do. Nobody deserves grace. That's undeserved favor, mm-hmm. but yet it's been given us given to us freely and we need to give it away freely and praise God for that. Absolutely. There's a couple of Proverbs that I want to share with you all before we leave. Um, the first one is in Proverbs 10, 11. the mouth of a good person is deep life, a life giving well, but the mouth of the wicked is a dark cave of abuse. Mm. We say this to remind you to let the words that you speak and that you put out into the world, let them be life giving and let them be uplifting and positive and a true representation of God and Jesus and who he is in, in his character. The second one is the gullible, uh, Matthew, Matthew, my goodness, excuse me, Proverbs 14, 15. Um, the gullible believe anything they're told. The prudent sift and weigh every word. May you remember that every word that you say has a cost. Someone describes it as if every word that you let out, it's almost like squeezing toothpaste out of, a, out of its tube. You can't get it back. Mm. So may everything be worth its weight. It's like its currency. Weight. It is yeah. like currency. May it be worth it. Um. And then also the words that, that you're told, you can't believe everything that you hear, especially today in the age of technology. So n- make sure that whatever you're saying is truth. And that leads a perfect segue into 14 verse 25. Souls are saved by truthful witness and betrayed by the spread of lies. May every word that we let come off our lips be true and a tr- representation of the truth that is left for us in God's word and in his character. Amen. That is so good. I think that this has so encouraged me to make it a priority that when someone leaves my presence, they're better than when they came. Mm-hmm. And that's Jesus. Every one that he made contact with, he restored, he renewed, he gave life to, he gave meaning. And that's what we're supposed to do. Yeah. And that's how I want to be remembered because that's something bigger than ourselves. Amen. Wow. That's all that we have, y'all. Yeah. Thank you guys so much for joining us for um, episode two of season two. Um, we hope that you'll come back. New episodes come out every Tuesday. Check us out on Instagram and Facebook. Please tag us if you're wearing our merch, rocking our stickers, or you simply have a prayer request or a suggestion for us. We love you. We're praying for you, and we can't wait to meet you right back here next Tuesday. We'll see you guys then. Bye. Bye. Thank you all for listening and for being a part of our Chosen Girl community. Make sure you subscribe, screenshot, and even tag us on Instagram so we can share in the love with you guys. We love you, we are praying for you, and we truly believe that God has more for you. See you all next Tuesday.